0: The mayor has just a couple of more weeks on the job, and he'll be stepping out of the mayor's office come December 31st. But, Dan, before I get into some reflection, and I know you had a release earlier this week talking about that, Gene's story pertaining to Captain Lash there with the fire department. Talk about your recommendations and what led to that.
1: Um, Normally, on the personnel side, um, we... It's, it's been a practice for the last eight years is that we don't comment on the internal, on the personnel side. So it's uh, the release and the decision. will kind of let it stand from there. It's just that it, to me, it's, um, uh, it's an internal matter as we're going forward. So, and I appreciate the story and the coverage uh, on that side too, but we just don't comment on the personnel side.
0: You got it. Okay. Mayor, let's reflect a little bit on your time in, as mayor in the city of Akron. And there was a lot of issues. I remember you coming into the studio uh, your first week on the premise as the mayor, and you were going to talk about housing, and you wanted to talk about neighborhoods, and infrastructure was a big story, and then, of course, finances of the city, and I would give you a positive check mark certainly, on those four areas, but let's reflect a little bit, first of all, one of the things you really wanted to address was housing and neighborhoods right away. I thought you did that, but reflect a little bit on the job that you were able to accomplish in those areas.
1: Excuse me. You know, as we're looking at the housing part of it, um, we obviously did a couple of housing studies and, and looked at, you know, are we building new houses? Are we attracting people? And it kind of reflects back to, you know, are we attracting people to the city of Akron? And our, our goal, obviously, was population growth. One of the things that attract people are is new housing. And so we took a pretty deep dive into our stock and, and found that, you know, we had not built a lot of new ones. Um, the market for that point was um, we needed an incentive, which obviously uh, – or the uh, housing tax abatement program, which led to a development in a number of different places—not just building new, but also rehabbing um, existing homes too. With the with the ARPA program, just from a couple of years ago too, that was a key part of it to be able to attract and keep people in the city of Akron. Is that housing aspect, and, and not only downtown, which is our I think our strong central core. But we can look at neighborhoods, too, to make sure that people are feeling, you know, we, we owned a lot of property, too. We did, you know, the Blue Ribbon Commission did a pretty good dive on on what we owned. And, and quite frankly, we, don't need, we didn't need to own all that much. Um, and so as we're turning that back and having, you know, people build or turning it into green space, it was all part of that program to help, you know, you know, revitalize neighborhoods and invest in community centers and pools and a lot of those different things. And that was um, that was always the goal, to be able to give that shot in the arm to neighborhoods, to, to give them a boost up, too. And, you know, there's probably at least, you know, 10, 10 to 20 different neighborhoods. And, you know, as you identify with and, and look at it, all of those, you know, it's a, we still have like 62.2 square miles of the city that we have to take care of. And so it was a big project and certainly proud of the number of projects that were able to come off.
0: And, and Mayor, you put together a couple of programs <laughs> that I thought had a big effect. Uh, you mentioned the tax abatement program, but also the Akron Home Repair Program, urging people to take care of their property and their homes for some incentives. And I thought those two areas worked well.
1: Well, and, and it was something that we heard back from pretty quickly. You know, um, what about my home? Especially as we incentivize the new build, you know, there are a lot of property owners that listen, I could use a little bit of help with a roof or windows or electrical upgrade or uh, handicap accessibility. And, you know, as we have those plans, you know, ARPA really, I think, came along at a great time um, to be able to address a lot of those issues when it came to home repair. And, like I said, I'm, I'm proud of the program. and proud of the people that are that are investing into their homes to be able to stay in the city of Akron.
0: With us is Akron Mayor Dan Horrigan with us on 93.5-1590-WA Care. Dan, how big... And I know you were on top of this right away and you made promises if we can get this passed, it'll make a big difference in the city of Akron. And when I look at your tenure as mayor, one area I look at is passing issue four. That was really well, I, big during your during your role there as Akron, as mayor.
1: Yeah, I you, you can't I can't thank the residents enough of, of supporting that particular issue and, and we always felt that I think people and nobody likes to pay taxes. and and that's and that's okay. But I think people will pay for what they value. And I think that infrastructure side and that public safety side, you know, that was the message. And it's, and it's codified in there as how we wrote the, you know, the ordinance to be able to do that. So those are directed to specifically police, fire, and roads. And so when it comes to resurfacing, when it comes to three new fire stations, a lot of the equipment, you know, that the, uh, both police and fire operate with and the service director's office, you know, when we talk about plow trucks and snow and all of those different things. That's an investment into that, because if people see value in plowing your streets, picking up trash, that the safety forces have it, the equipment and the training that they need, and, and like I said, a lot of those fire stations, and it's a continual program. Um, the third one will be completed hopefully sometime next year, You're right there on Hawkins, um, right there in the Walhaven area. And that's three new ones in eight years. I think that was pretty good, and that was driven largely by, by public safety, uh, both police and fire, where they said, but listen, these are our primary needs. On top of, you know, the recruiting effort and new personnel, you know, that's the investment into all of all of what their job is every day, which is to protect us, which I think they do an excellent job.
0: Akron Mayor Dan Horgan with us at WAKR doing some reflection with us this morning. Dan, you were also saddled with the infrastructure situation that you had to deal with with you know, the infrastructure that really has been pushed on the back burner leading into your tenure there for about 100 years, and you had to deal with the sewer project. It was quite expensive. It didn't make everyone happy, but you had to take care of that. And actually, through your effort and other people here in the Akron area, a lot of work went into trying to cut down that cost. But the sewer project was a big one during your run as mayor as well.
1: A, a significant number of projects were completed, and, and really that is and, and sometimes it's really hard to explain, but it's a daily and weekly kind of a grind you know, with the law department, of engineering, and our service director's office to work on this program to be able to save much, as much money as we can. And, you know, we've had three amendments that we've taken before the federal court, and they've granted each one of those, which has saved, you know, a significant amount of money. It's still a very expensive project, and, and we hear it from residents and businesses all the time about the sewer bills, so but we were under a mandate to be able to get this done. And at this particular point, we're capturing, you know, 99% of our wet weather flow. You know all that rain that falls in a typical year, we're capturing that, treating it, and putting it back in the river. By any any stretch of the imagination, a 99% is is an excellent score on any test and in in any measurement to be able to do that. So we have one more ask, you know, or, or um, change in the in the consent decree that we'd like to get, and that would save probably another 150 million dollars if we can convince the court. Obviously, the federal EPA is. Uh, is not with us on this one, but the state EPA is. But like I said, this is a this is a weekly thing that these this team has gone through over the last eight years to be able to manage this project and bring it to this particular point, and they have done an excellent job. You know, when it comes to saving money, when it comes to protecting the river, and and affecting all of those things, you know, right along the trail there, and that's a, it's a pretty big project, you know, for a city our size and for a city any size. And I couldn't be more proud of the work that they've done to be able to get it. You know, we've got one more big project going on now with that other tunnel kind of on that north side. And and it's, it's significant, and it'll be wrapping up in the
0: next few years. Can you imagine protecting the river, but also this is a type of infrastructure that people don't understand the work that goes into it and what it does unless you got like we had this past summer a couple times of the heavy rainfall when it was stress and anxiety for you and many, many others. But because of the advancements in the infrastructure, it really worked the way it was supposed to.
1: Which is which was the whole thing. Yeah. You, you never really notice them until they don't work, mm-hmm. and they have a really, really high reliability rate. Excuse me, a really high reliability rate with that. And that was that hundred-year investment into what we needed to do, and kind of paying for 150 years of industrial policy. When, quite frankly, we didn't take care of the rivers like we do now. But you know, it was under our you know our stewardship that we had to go back and and clean that river. And the Cuyahoga River was named the River of the Year just two years ago when it caught fire, you know, 50 years before that. So I think that's a significant achievement, and it's a community-wide effort. It just wasn't me or my team, but there were a lot of community partners that helped along the way also.
0: Mayor, race relations certainly came to the forefront the last couple of years, the Jalen Walker incident uh, when we transitioned that also into – public safety. But talk about maybe the work that's gone in with you leading the charge as Akron's mayor into the efforts with race relations in regards and to the public safety situation.
1: You know, and, and that goes back to, you know, uh, President Margo Somerville and I um, talking in and around 2020 about, you know, what needs to be done around, you know, how do we do a community-wide effort. And that you know, coming up with a uh, uh, racial equity and social justice task force to be able to address some of those issues. And I think it's it's a, it's a daily work. It's not something that you just do on Tuesday or Saturday. And I say that from the mayor's office or the police department or the service director's office, anywhere, you know, we're in the customer service business and we're taking care of people. I mean, I think that's our job. And so when we do that, I think it's it's fair to have that perspective of where people are coming from. But and, and, but we have to do that work daily, and we have to be asking people, you know, how can we help you? Um, and sometimes we're able to and sometimes we're not. But I think, you know, when it comes to health care, when it comes to access to education, all of those different things, those need, those need to be addressed. And, I, you know, the task force, I think, did an excellent job of making recommendations not only to us but also to, to uh, you know, groups across the city. And we've been able to implement a number of those. But like I said, I think that work is daily. It is not something that you do twice a week or or six months out of the year, and it's a continual effort to be in that community. And and we have been able to do that. But like I said, I think that work does need to transition and continue on for generations to come.
0: You know, Mayor, the the one thing I'll say here from my little perch here on West Market Street, and we've talked about a lot of areas, but the thing that stands out to me uh, in the last eight years of you being the mayor here in the city of Akron is is not only infrastructure, but like you said, we don't see that unless it isn't working. But I remember you talking to me, and we touched on this a couple of minutes ago, about the neighborhoods and getting them all working together. And you look at where we are as we wrap up 2023. I've talked so much more about the the Kenmore area of the city and how they're working together and the Rialto Theater and the businesses there. And you look at the changes in sure. North Hill and, and Highland Square on the east side with that project there. And then you take us to downtown as we've transformed the downtown area as well with some roundabouts and and widening the street and everything. I think the neighborhoods and the infrastructure, much better place for sure, my friend, than we were eight years ago. So I think you can kind of look when this is all said and done And look at those areas and say, boy, look at the excitement in those areas of the city, which covers most of the areas of the city and making them, you know, vibrant and talked about again, where maybe eight to 10 years ago, it was mostly in the city of Akron. And then we'll kind of look from the inside out and and now it's all working real well. And I talked to a lot of people throughout this city who are doing things in those sectors of the city and how they're making things and economically and promotionally and getting those neighborhoods going. And that's what stands out to me, mayor of you being the mayor of Akron and how you've been able to, I think through your leadership lead in those neighborhoods and, and reviving those neighborhoods. Well,
1: and I, and I, and I appreciate that, that sentiment that, uh, I should write that down because it was a pretty good description of, I think the goal that we, that we tried to do. And that was to, you know, stimulate interest in that. And each one of those neighborhoods are different. The business districts are different. And I think we had to go to those particular neighborhoods, you know, and say, okay, this may need more retail. This may need more housing. And, and each one of them have a different need. So when you look at Great Streets or the business districts, you know, assessing what each one of them needs. And I think that, like I said, that is more work that I think continues to continue on that transition side to continue to invest in neighborhoods and asking them, what do they want? As opposed to kind of being top down, you know, sidewalks and streetlights are nice, but what else is after that? And and I think it, it, when you when you keep building on that, I think that that continues to build strong neighborhoods um, across the city. I, that it was it was key for us to be able to do that um, in in each one of those neighborhoods. You know, from Goodyear Heights, from Ellis, from North Hill, each one of them are different, and I think you have to assess which 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 what they want. Um, and I think that's that key question of. Um, how can we help you And that? And uh, we'll continue to push that forward, I think in, in building the city. So I appreciate the
0: sentiment. Yeah. And, and, and Mary, you're, you're exactly right. Each one of those neighborhoods is, is different. So they all need a little bit of a different attack. It's not just one blueprint for all those neighborhoods they are all a little bit different. And uh, I think the city through the, the council members and the residents uh, deserve a big thumbs up, you know, the, the Bookdale area down here on Copley Road. I love driving through there on the weekends and seeing some festivals and people out in the streets and having fun. It's, it's a really good feeling right now when you go through Akron and all the different neighborhoods. Well, Mayor, I'll let you get going. Uh, I know you're a little bit under the weather this morning, so I appreciate you joining me again this morning. As always, Dan, appreciate the time and coming on again
1: apologize for the cough every once in a while, and really thanks, Ray, for having me on again. I appreciate it. I think that's what makes the city great is is those different neighborhoods and what they bring to make it so good. So thanks again. I appreciate it.